Good morning. I'm Byron Fayette. It is 25 February 2021, and as I consider picking up the beer cans I tossed over the fence last night into the Missionary Baptist Church parking lot to hide from my latest Chinese fiancé, I note that on this day in history, while some kids aren't willing to wait for their inheritance, today in 628, Kavad of Iran overthrew his own daddy, Kostko, excuse me, Kosrao, to become the new Shah of Iran. God made man. Today in 1836, as a well-known saying goes, Sam Colt began making men equal with a patent for his first revolver. This day in history, early age of automobiles, Oregon introduces the first state tax on gasoline, one cent per gallon, that's all it'll ever be, they said, aimed at road construction, it's now 54 cents per gallon and used, apparently, on everything except for law and order. More on that coming up. Today in 1956, Russian Premier Khrushchev disavows Stalin in a secret speech. And you know a man was one bad dude when the top guy in the country only trash talks him in secret three years after his death. Born today, 1943, George Harrison regarded in the architects as just another of those acid rock playing, crystal rubbing, guru following Beatles until he cut some albums with Roy Orbison and Tom Petty that actually passed for what is known as music in these parts. On the way, red states, blue states, Mormons, beer, a Louisiana lawmen, and the unspeakable sin of the Greeks. It is an irrefutable maxim of political science, most folks become less partisan with age and wisdom. They realize that Democrats and Republicans are both out to screw, to sod up. Come on, think euphemism here, Byron. Both Republicans and Democrats are out to score in your end zone. The only difference, Democrats will provide you lubrication purchased with your own tax dollars. Republicans will lustfully whisper in your ear that it was your personal responsibility to buy your own damned lube. Texans were told more or less that same thing during last week's Southern Ice Age. A certain Texas mayor was run out of town on a sled when he told his town, people without heat, without water, without passable roads, this is your problem, not mine. Arguing that the money they gave to the utility companies, the city, the county, and the state did not entitle them to the basic services they'd paid for and come to depend on over the years. Folks in the blue states brag about how they were better off than the red states. They can thank the tree cutters for that. After all, who pays the taxes in Oregon? I haven't looked at the balance sheets, but it must be the loggers, the timber workers, that devil spawn despised by the left wing for murdering Mother Nature. The average lumberjack drives probably a big truck because he needs one. Probably about a hundred miles each day getting to and from work, he operates a chainsaw. Definitely a big one because trees up there are big. He operates it 10 hours a day, consuming probably 12 gallons of gas taxed at 54 cents per gallon each day of work. 2300 a year gas tax all for the privilege of earning an income on which he pays more taxes. Over to the red state of Utah, 
They're not big on taxes, but conservative and religious. They're big on moral laws. Only this week are they actually considering the online sale and delivery of beer and wine. Back over to Oregon, beer and wine are almost, almost as freely available as pot. But this week in Oregon, they're looking to add another 20% tax on the boozers. Again, back to Texas, it does have, it does have in the absence of last week's glaciers, very nice roads. If you've been through Dallas, you'll think it's nothing but roads. And it is a place where a red and blue combined city council can find mutual ground in stiffing the citizenry. A few years ago, there was one good patch of green in the area deeded to the city by a generous family decades ago to be used in that deed for the public's enjoyment. Most would take that to mean park space and snow cone stands, the council decided the public would get enjoyment from yet another road. For those that argue that socialism is an answer, just observe over the next year or two, the CCP, that's the U.S. Coronavirus Communist Party, will succeed or, if you follow odds in Vegas, fail. And there are those, myself once included, known as libertarians, advocating for maximum personal liberty and minimal government authority. But I think I saw that concept in play once years ago in a remote southern parish of Louisiana. This place rejected state and federal money and refused to collect state and federal gas tax. Fuel was pennies per gallon, but without the federal and state funds, no vehicle less than a bulldozer could confidently make it to that parish over those pothole-strewn roads. Now, we loved it as teenagers because there was also no minimum drinking age. A libertarian's dream with, I was told, only one law on the books. That law, relayed by a bartender with the last known case in the south of Pelagria, was don't do nothing to hack off Big Eugene. Who was Big Eugene? The sheriff. The bartender pointed to a large man in sweat-stained overalls wielding an eight-foot boat hook and a bar stool as he drank from a pitcher of Falstaff beer, not from a mug, but from the actual pitcher. There must exist a happy political, governmental medium between no-tax Big Eugene Parish, Louisiana, and high-tax Anarchist Oregon. Still, I'd pay voluntary taxes to send Big Drunk Eugene to quell the next Portland riot with his well-used boat hook and maybe his bulldozer as well. I'm Byron Fayette, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, and now, even those devout folks up in Utah seemingly agree.